This is the Think Queerly podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. Now, today's episode is um, the sound file that I've pulled from a video that I published today speaking about some of the many calls in Canada to cancel Canada Day because of yet another discovery of over 750 unaccounted for dead children and Indigenous individuals found near another residential school. Canada is very much and very presently dealing with the problems of its history around how it's handled the various Indigenous cultures that were here before this country ever became colonized. And it's a very challenging issue to talk about. What I have done in the video, and I have included the link to the article, should you want to actually see me speaking to the camera, because I feel this is a very human moment where putting a face to the message and in part the podcast is helpful too, because you get to hear my tone of voice. And what I share in the video goes into far more detail than I'm able to do in the very short article that I published. So if you're Canadian and you're listening to this, or even if you're someone else and is listening to this and you have a, an opinion, hold on to it until you come to the end and listen with an open mind, because I've tried to present with as much impartiality as I can, but also great humility, I hope, and in a non-contentious way about why perhaps we need to acknowledge Canada Day, but maybe not celebrate it in the ways we've done in the past. So here is the recording from the video. Hey, Darren Steele here, and I want to talk about canceling Canada Day. Now, first off, I want to say I'm going to share my opinion, my perspective on a very challenging and difficult situation that is happening in Canada right now around the very recent and multiple discoveries of unmarked graves for children, Indigenous children that were housed at um, residential schools in Canadian history. And there is a terrible history of abuse, of genocide, of harm, of religious enforcement, indoctrination, of taking children from their homes, of historically, politically, and with the Catholic Church, um, seeking to control and manage the children of Indigenous cultures as a way to keep down and suppress the possibility of violence or uprising um, that the Canadian government was trying to manage based on what they observed happening south of the border in the United States. Now, I'm going to be looking over some of my notes as I share my thoughts here, because I want to be very careful, and I want to be thoughtful, and I want to hopefully be understood as coming from a place of trying to share ideas, to be heard, and to be understood. I recognize who I am as a gay man, as a white gay man, as not having the experience of Indigenous cultures, of not having the experience of 
having a different skin color. But I can recognize prejudice and racism and homophobia and ideology and control and power over for what those things are. So here's why I believe canceling Canada Day would actually be harmful to Canadian society and Canadian culture. Canceling and cancel culture. Now, normally cancel culture is focused on an individual trying to shut the person down, trying to stop them from speaking, trying to stop them from sharing their ideas. And yes, sometimes we really want to do that. Um, but that also shuts down the possibility of understanding, of teaching, of growing and evolving, and trying to get to that middle ground of where perhaps that person is coming from. There may be situations where someone simply cannot change, and that's an extreme situation. But Cancelling Canada Day would, I think, have the opposite effect that is intended or desired by the people that are calling for its cancellation. Often when we go to these extremes, what happens is then you give energy to the people that haven't said anything yet, or you give energy to the people that have been sitting on the fence, and then suddenly they get very upset. They're like, why are you canceling Canada Day? You're trying to destroy our culture. And they will become less forgiving and therefore less unwilling to have a discussion about why it is very important for us to move forward legislation for Indigenous rights and looking at more closely, more responsibly uh, around what has happened in our past. Now, what has happened in our past is in our past in the sense that those of us who haven't created those conditions in the past cannot take responsibility for what has happened in the past. What we can do is recognize history, seek to understand more of history, seek to undercover, undercover, seek to uncover the biases and the ways in which history was buried, literally and figuratively in this sense, so that we can evolve as a culture, so we can evolve as a society, so that we can perhaps recognize that in recognizing Canada Day, and I'm saying recognize instead of celebrate, this might be a somber year for Canada Day to say this is unacceptable, what has happened in our past through the eyes that we have today in 2021. And we can seek to make a difference in how we lead as a people, as a government, regardless of whether you're liberal or conservative, green or NDP, but that we can all find that place of open-heartedness and human-heartedness from which we can come from to say, this was unacceptable. And we have to somehow make the situation better now because we can't write what happened in the past. All we can do is to find a way of making things better today. So what I want to also mention is that there's this idea of silence equals death. And 
Canceling Canada Day enforces a silence, creates a restriction, tries to limit conversation and debate. There's something different between silence and taking the time to listen and to contemplate a response. And a response could be an action in the sense of within government about how we're going to change laws, how we're going to fund and empower cultures that have been repressed in our Canadian history. So silence equals death, I believe was first coined and used with ACT UP in New York in the very early days of the HIV AIDS pandemic, when gays were dying left, right and center, when catching this disease meant a death sentence. And it was a death sentence for longer than a decade. If you got HIV, you knew you were going to die. And the problem in the United States was that Ronald Reagan was president and he refused to say the word. He refused to acknowledge what was happening. The uh, Governor or the mayor of New York, I forget exactly who, was also acting in the same way. Uh, Drug companies didn't want anything to do with it. And silence equals death at that time was very literal. The silence was a, a choice by people who had the power to make a difference, to ignore, to pretend it didn't exist. That's very different than the silence of introspection. The silence of not knowing what to say. The silence of allowing someone else to say what needs to be said. And perhaps, almost like Remembrance Day, and I know that's a whole other political can of worms, but almost like Remembrance Day in Canada, perhaps this year, Canada Day should be recognized with a very long moment of silence. But I think we have to look at who we can be. And I think we have to honor who we can be unified as a country, as a nation, and not nationalism in a in a understood in a negative way, but in the sense of Yuval Harari talks about nationalism as a group of people that agree to believe in the idea of what that nation stands for. And I believe that, on the whole, Canada stands for a lot of good things. And as a Canadian, I certainly am not the most rah-rah-rah patriotic, but I'm much happier to be living in this country than I think I would in many others. And I don't take that for granted, because these things can change. And we have seen how much has changed in the last couple of years with the COVID-19 pandemic. And with what's happened with the uncovering of this history around our treatment of the indigenous cultures that originated on this land that we call Canada. So I think we might want to consider what we as individuals value about being a Canadian and what our values as a Canadian culture are? That's a bigger question. That's something I work with my clients on in in coaching to understand what is most important to you and how do you use your values to 
guide or use almost like a compass pointing north going forward? How are we going to go forward with what we know now? How are we going to go forward knowing that we're going to uncover more graves of murdered, of sacrificed indigenous children? How are we going to go forward with rectifying issues of systemic racism or prejudicing against women over men in C-level organizations? The, The list goes on. But it doesn't mean we have to cancel Canada Day. Perhaps we want to consider and celebrate how we can go forward and how we would like to see our nation evolve. And I think that's really just my perspective. My thought is that we should, quote-unquote, celebrate Canada Day, but this time we should recognize all the faults, all the mistakes that this country has created, that we should avoid virtue signaling and cancel culture, and we should seek to have a discussion. And we should, as individuals and organizations, seek to make those in power in organizations and politicians be held accountable, not to blame a politician in power, not to blame the prime minister, because the prime minister is not at fault for what has happened in the past, but the prime minister and those people in power, as I've just said, can make the changes that we as Canadians collectively would like to see. But silencing debate will only create more division, will only create more polarization. And as challenging as it is, whatever the outcome of July 1st will be, whether or not it's celebrated in different cities across Canada, remains to be seen. But how we think and how we open our hearts to this situation will really establish that that true north, pun intended, true north, strong and free, double entendre, that will really establish where we go as a Canadian culture and as a nation. I would love to hear your feedback in the spirit in which I've delivered this video as my ideas and my opinion alone. I'm not saying what should be done. I'm just offering up my thoughts for discussion and dialogue. Thanks for watching.